this might get weird. Are we rolling? We're rolling. Cheers, Grace Helvig. Cheers, Memory Heart. You Ching-ching. guys, if you are listening to this and not watching it, Grace mm-hmm. and I are not in the same room. Be no. it my kitchen where I've hidden all the liquor bottles out of sight or <laughs> my dirty little dungeon. <laughs> I know it does. It is a very different vibe when we're sitting in your kitchen to podcast versus that little back house. Uh, I feel very much like we should be doing some sort of like Selena Gomez in the kitchen cooking tutorial or something. See, I feel like we've done so many YouTube videos yeah. from that counter that when we're podcasting from there, I'm like, oh, we're uh, blindly, l- we're blindfold tasting mustard given to <laughs> us by Hannah. Like, yeah, we're figuring out which apple is which. Like, yeah. I'm constantly cutting my eyes away as if I'm going to like, this is where I'll, I'll zoom in really quick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, no, my goodness. Memory, you are in North Carolina. North- North Carolina, y'all. Um, Chip is here for Bar Rescue. They're rescuing some damn bars Ooh-hoo. in the Charlotte area. So Ooh. I'm staying with him and uh, and then just kind of doing like day trips to see my mom and visit friends and whatnot. But nice. it is it is a vibe because we're in this like little hotel. Okay. Usually they're booked out and they have like a kitchenette right, and things right. like that because yeah. they're on the road so much. But this one is tiny and it's rainy and Beans thinks she's been kidnapped and I hate her. <laughs> She, you can't see her she's you can see her oh, I ears see the little ears yeah they she look is, mad she's pissed like today it feels like seattle yeah 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 and yeah. she absolutely is like why are we uprooted are we on the run right. do i have a new identity right what's my new name am <laughs> yeah. i going back to miss what was it mandy misty or something mindy 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 that's it which chip Chip fully pulls out when he wants to be real mean. It's like a parent saying, Grace Ann Helbig. It's like, oh, well, if if it isn't Mindy. So, yeah. So, we're in North Carolina and going to be here like another week. Nice. Yeah. I like it because you can do guest stars, guest starring with family. Are you guest starring at all on the bar bar rescuing? No, Grace, I have to tell you about this. Uh oh. We, We need to do it together. Because yeah. they're, sh- they're shooting two episodes in California. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm pretty sure Grace and I could do this very well together. Yeah. I'd love to just sit and look confused at the service that's happening. Well, for a second, for a second, I thought um, I was going to be doing it here. And yeah. it's specifically the night where they like send in someone to go order stuff. Oh, and like okay. figured out and then, you know, you know, to kind of like just see what's going on when they're not expecting it. Yeah. What's well, a normal customer experience? And I legit got started to get nervous about it <laughs> because I was like, oh, no. Oh, God. What if I also I'm such a bougie asshole when it comes to cocktails that mm. I'm the worst person to send into a bar <laughs> to that find sucks. the average experience there. Oh, yeah, also, I'd be like, what kind of disguise should I wear? And it'd just be <laughs> the most obvious, weird thing that people, their service staff would be ignoring me anyway. And be like, does you anyone ju- want to take that girl with the mustache? <laughs> You would just undercover boss it? Yeah, exactly. For no reason. For no Underco- reason. Undercover boss, it felt like they would send in someone with like, have you ever seen those helmets that have wigs on them? Yes. That, yeah. Like that's what, that's what the, if <laughs> like, I would like, like to watch see. Watch your head twice the size of a normal person. Yeah. Like, um, 
I would love to go back and look at all of what the undercover um, outfits look like. I always felt like they had weird, bad prosthetics or something. Yeah. That, <laughs> that nowadays in how advanced like makeup and uh, special effects are that it's like totally obvious. There's a strange person with a fake face coming in to watch us work right yeah. now. Like everyone looked like Biff and Back to the Future too, where you see he's yeah. like an old man. Um, no, but so I got kind of nervous, and luckily I didn't. I didn't need to do it for them they they got someone else but I was like Grace and I are gonna do it and I just cannot even I'm gonna be so giggly Would, we're gonna have, have to, to do the best earpiece? acting we've ever done do you have to no, wear an earpiece well, I don't I don't know if I'm allowed to tell these secrets oh okay 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 I get it I get it so I don't want to yeah. overstep but okay. uh but it'll be fun <laughs> I mean have you ever done like you well you've done undercover stuff because you did the I've done serving like, I've done man on the street stuff in New York Mm -hmm. where I've done like a pilot for an MTV prank show in like 2010 or something um, with comedians where I with Kurt Brownoller and I Brownoller we had to pretend that we were he was a magician on the street and I was his assistant and I messed up the magic trick and like killed the bird that was in his (laughs) like magic box and then he and I got into a huge fight in like the middle of Washington Square Park in front of everyone. And then he just ran away and like left me there in front of everyone. It was just getting everyone's reactions. That was, um, I put in my time, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I'm okay not going that far into the fantasy. Well, you know, I did the hidden camera show. Yes. For the pilot for MTV as well. That was Cash Cab, but in a women's restroom. Yes, yes, yes. Called Um, the ladies room. Yeah, it's it's easy to see why none of these got legs under but them. But now, but now I wonder, I feel like if MTV Viacom yeah. was smart, here's some industry talk for you. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> if if they were smart because their channel is I mean, it's ridiculousness 23 hours a day. Yes, yes it is. The show ridiculousness. Yeah. Uh <laughs> if they were smart, they would like sell a season of a show to Netflix or something that was uh just failed pilots with people in it who have gone yeah. on to bigger things. Well, that's I I think I've said this on the podcast before that like, I think I've gone on to smaller things, but you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I remember meeting with like their ex- development execs years and years and years and years ago, like just 2000 9 2010 and they had told us about um some of their worst pitches and one was from mariah carey that she wanted to do a reality show where the cameras were just on the collars of her dogs all day which is brilliant honestly i mean this is pre-youtube now there's so many prank things on youtube now uh constantly even like the genuine stuff i constantly think is um fake so everything on youtube is fake (laughs) no longer no longer are the days where people are just truly blindfold taste testing yeah. mustard eating pudding out of diapers and just you know being their authentic selves now nowadays if you were doing a mustard taste test yeah. someone would put in like itching powder or yeah <laughs> and then someone would comment like why is this only mustard why haven't you included ketchup and mayonnaise yeah. in this mm-hmm. condiment uh challenge it's Everyone. not inclusive enough everyone uh, would be mad okay anyway. enough about um industry yes <laughs> it, you you went to Canada this weekend I did I went to Montreal Tell me everything with my dad and my brother uh we went to for my dad's birthday we bought him, all of us tickets to go to a tennis tournament the National Bank Open formerly the Rogers Cup 
Um, Whoa. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's banks buying things and rebranding it. But Mm -hmm. I haven't traveled international. Well, we went to Mexico, but other than that, I haven't traveled internationally since before the pandemic. And uh, it went totally smoothly. It was a great, great weekend. Also, traveling to Mexico versus like traveling to Canada, where there's so many people who like would love to just accidentally stay in Canada. I feel like yeah. it'd be a different, different border vibes. Yeah. Well, they tell you to download this app and to do all these things. And like my dad Ooh. and my brother don't travel very much. So I was like trying to do it all for all of us. And so mm-hmm. I was super paranoid that I had like booked the wrong thing, got the wrong flights, whatever. But we got in. It was super fun. Montreal is super French, which I forget about uh, all the time. Um, but before we flew in, there's a funny story. I flew into Philadelphia Thursday night and I landed at like 1130 at night or something. And I went to a hotel um, in the middle of Philly and just tired from being on the plane. And got Oh, yeah. To the- well, you had tra- plane stuff. Yeah, I my we went to dinner the night before all of us, and then uh, at dinner found out that like my flight was switched from different airports at different times. So I was just like happy to get there. Um, yeah, and so landed and was just like, God, I would love a drink, but everything's closed. And then got mm-hmm. to the front desk, and the guy was like, "You have a mini bar in your room?" And I was like, "Yes." <gasps> and I was like, "Sorry, I just screamed yes <laughs> in the middle of this." <laughs> lobby right now i mean that's very cool a lot of hotels don't have that anymore um but it's like the weighted system so it's like be careful about the weights or whatever Um, i mean can you imagine just being very clumsy and just not just going in there and just knocking over everything and that just costs you eight hundred dollars i know i get into the room and i go to open the mini bar and it's locked and it's one of those that you know we've been in hotels before where you call the front desk and they can unlock it from the front desk it's um, you know what it's shame because the thing is is I'm like unless you have someone that's under 21 yeah renting this room and then you can flag it this yeah. is the same thing as locking up lube and condoms like <laughs> let me let me do my dirty stuff without your looks well it's also like two minutes after I just went yes, yes. at the front desk I have to call the front desk and say hello it's me again um yeah. the mini bar is locked can you unlock it from the front desk and he goes huh I get this question a lot and I don't have an answer to it. So do you want to know what I used to do when I stayed here? (laughs) I was like, well, yeah. I'm intrigued. So when you pull it open, you know, it opens a little bit. He's like, just put your fingers in there and just pull. And I was like, you want me to just rip it? He's like, yeah. And I (gasps) put my fingers in and I pulled and like the whole thing snapped open. No. (laughs) And he goes, oh, I heard it. Yeah, you did it. I was like, yep, it's open now. But everything fell out. (laughs) Did you get charged for everything? No, I was like, can you just put that on the record that uh, uh, all these weighted things you worried, uh, you warned me about, they all fell out. But um, thank you. You're pull out method worked for me this time what an american (laughs) hero it was pretty amazing do you want to know what i did when i used to stay here yeah um so that can happen in hotels uh which is very cool and felt also very philly to just be like give me this booze right now also what's the staying here to employment pipeline like, right. if this is where he's from, how often was he staying in this hotel? Was he getting free right. nights because he already worked there? What's the vibe? I don't know. 
or is this his dream job that he loves his hotel and now he finally mm-hmm. works there like my dream oh, yeah. job when i worked at chili's for the first time it's like this like is my dream would, restaurant he would stay there and study yeah what needed like, to be done one day if, i'll work here <laughs> if, if the corners of the hotel bed were crisp enough yeah Finding all of your grocery items in one place at an affordable price is almost impossible, but now with Thrive Market, I get everything I need and so much more. With Thrive Market, you can shop everything from healthy pantry essentials and sustainable meat and seafood to non-toxic cleaning and beauty products all delivered right to your door. And if you find a price lower elsewhere, Thrive Market will match it. They'll match it. Thrive Market carefully vets each and every item so you can trust that if they sell it, it is probably the highest quality available. Finding everything you need is easy on Thrive Market because you can filter by 90 plus values and lifestyles to find what works for you. Shop by what you eat, what matters the most to you. With over 5,000 food, home, and beauty products, finding what you need is easy with Thrive Market. If you're looking for plant-based, keto, gluten-free, zero-waste, BIPOC-owned brands, Thrive Market has you covered. I've ordered a lot of organic makeup from there. Recently, I got a Zoom Mist Sandalwood Citrus Body Spray that makes me feel like I'm a yogi when I'm absolutely not and i've never seen that available anywhere else i'm a big big fan when you join thrive market you're joining a community of one million plus members and sponsoring a family in need and with their fast and free carbon neutral shipping you're also bettering the planet so join thrive market today and get 80 dollars in free groceries do you hear me 80 dollars that's thrive t-h-r-i-v-e market.com slash t-m-g-w to get 80 dollars Eight zero in free groceries. That's thrivemarket.com slash TMGW. Thrivemarket.com slash TMGW. You guys know me. I am always on the go, 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 go. However, I have huge aspirations to be a person who reads, a person who says, oh, I devoured that novel in one sitting. But the fact is, I'm bad at reading. That's why we have our Patreon-only book club, The Barflies. So let me let you in on a little secret. I like to get a copy of a book and then make it coincide with the Audible version. I love Audible. Audible offers an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre, from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, mysteries, thrillers, motivation, wellness, business, all of those things, as well as Audible originals from top celebrities, renowned experts, and exciting new voices in audio. And we know you guys like to listen to things because you're here at this podcast. And as an Audible member, I I have been a loyal one for several years. You can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. All Audible members get access to a growing selection of audiobooks, Audible originals, and podcasts, which we know you love, that are included with the membership. And you can listen to all you want and more get added every month. You guys, this go-round of Barflies, we are listening to Lessons in Chemistry. It is so fun. I go between reading the book and listening to the audiobook when I'm on a plane, when I'm taking beans for a walk. It's a really cool way to uh, both hear the story and read the story. So let Audible help you discover new ways to laugh, be inspired, or be entertained. New members can try it for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash TMGW or text TMGW to 500-500. That's audible.com slash TMGW or text TMGW to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. Audible.com slash TMGW. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. Uh, But we went to 
Montreal and saw tennis. I forgot that I love tennis and I forgot that it is like the bougiest sport, which is very fun because we're not a very bougie family by any means. My dad was, um, my dad had like two beers into him, was asking how you can scream, kick his ass in French. (laughs) I was like, no, dad, no, I'm not Googling that for you. He's like, how do you say kick his ass in French? (laughs) I am obsessed. It was so, so fun. Um, And then it came back. And so now I'm back in tennis. The U.S. Open's happening in a couple weeks. So I'm excited to watch it. It was great. I I love that you went out of country with your brother and dad for several days to Canada. And and you're like, nope, just tennis. We got nothing else to give you. No late night poutine shenanigans. No nothing. Just tennis all day. We saw two matches in one day. which were like long, like two or three hour matches. And, and then, that's like day drinking, right? Yeah. Well, we walked around Montreal because the only time I had been there before was for the Just for Laughs Festival. So we went the first night we got there, we went to dinner like right in that area. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is the only area that I'm familiar with. <laughs> um, and uh, I was telling them about the Jeff Dunham story. Um, Thank you. <laughs> they felt for you. Uh, and I was like, in <laughs> this hotel, there's a bar where all the comedians gather, and it is oh. a clusterfuck to say the least. And I have had the worst. many, many drinks there uh, before. But then we walked around the city the next morning, and I was like, wow, this is a beautiful is city. Actually- when you when you go outside of this like three block radius that we're like confined to the whole time we were there last time. Yeah, Montreal uh, to us is VidCon. You're just in a hotel. Yeah. I also found, it was very funny, right before I left, I found um, Canadian dollars from, I think, our oh shows God. there eight years ago. And I, I yeah, because I was like, I've been packing these Canadian dollars with me from house to house and place that I moved Wait, in. that and was I, good money. I know. Well, I'm going to get it exchanged. I went there, but I was like afraid Live to it use up. it. I was afraid to use Why? it. And then we went to this one bar and I used it. And the girl just looked at it and she went, this is really old money. <gasps> and I was like, yeah, it is really old. Is it still good? And she was like, yeah, it's I think so. And like Wait. went over and told the other bartender because I guess they've changed or updated their dollars since. I was so like, it's I think like you that. went in with like little old gross twenties. <laughs> like Sacagaweas, I guess. <laughs> and was like, Can I pay for these drinks, please? They must have been like, Did your grandfather yeah. bury a tin box full of money upon his passing exactly and And my dad because i told my dad and my brother when we were on our way there that i brought it just in case like you know credit cards or whatever um my dad actually hilariously went to get coffee one morning came back he's like i tried to pay with a five dollar bill she said no Really? Uh, <laughs> they don't take, you know, American money. Oh, uh, right. It's like, that's like me going to the gas station here and paying with this old Canada money. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're like, and that's then we so funny. asked some other bartender about it. And she was like, yeah, the old Monopoly money. Yeah, that's not what we have anymore. <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess I won't use this to pay. And I hope I'm not like on some list to be detained on <laughs> at the airport shit. when I get there. I wonder yeah. if they'll even like exchange that money now. I know that's what I'm like a little confused about, but right. it worked for the two rounds of drinks that I got. The The two women bartenders seemed delighted, delighted charmed, 
buy it. I was like, thank God we look like gangly, awkward, like non-threatening weirdos <laughs> to use this. What looks like actual play money. Wow. Um, yeah, but it was super fun. It was super chill. And, and so uh, now you're in it. Now you're in the tennis is life again. Yeah, not life, but like I'm excited. When you watch it live, it's just like it's so much more athletic than when you watch it on TV. So that was really cool to see. Um, and also like none of my family, like we played tennis a bunch, but like we're terrible at it, all things considered. So to watch people that are really good at it is very fun. And to scream at them like we're good at it and they should right. be better at it. Fools. <laughs> um, do you think you're going to play now? Um, I don't know because it's like, it's a whole commitment to go play and like, it's not a, you have to find someone else to play with. That's kind of at your level or at your patient's level. Well, (laughs) maybe I'll play some VR tennis or something to slowly get back into it. Chip tried to teach me during the pandemic and we only went once and I want to go back, but I have a tendency when I'm learning something new because I want to be good at stuff as soon as I start. Same, same. That... With both tennis and when we took a forging class, yeah. which is a lot of working your dominant arm. Yeah. To me, it was about feeling the strength mm-hmm. like, as opposed to form. Yeah. Both things, the next day, I couldn't lift that arm. Oh, my so arms like, are so weak right now <laughs> that if I went to play, I'd hit the ball like twice and be like, I just dislocated my shoulder. I can't do it. <laughs> However, I do love how often in films people get hit by balls with one of those machines. Constantly. And also I feel like every reality show I've been playing, they've had like a filler moment where people go play tennis and they're terrible at it. And it's just for them to go sit down and have a conversation at some point. I truly, yeah, I think that like tennis is definitely a sport that allows you to be able to talk during it. You know what I mean? Totally. Also, it's one of those things where it's rare to find on um, public courts uh, one by itself. And I am not consistently hitting a ball only on my court. It's going across no. court. It's ruining other people's times and games. Yes. It's interrupting their personal space. So, and then you have that weird dance of like, am I supposed to get hi, their ball? Hi, hi, like, hi, at what, yeah. like at what point do, do I just say, I don't care that it's six feet away. It's yours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I've been uh, on a tennis maybe. court twice and... 20 years and it was one chip giving me the lesson yeah and two taking an ass photo and yeah. that was it <laughs> that's it both uh extremely physical mm-hmm. <laughs> um i would like to report speaking of travel that i did mm. successfully bring beans here without paying for her really Again. okay mm. but it was dicey for a second because yeah. we get to the airport and all is well and we like killed it and we're both you know tsa and clear and we get through yeah we we go have a glass of champagne we go get some burgers impossible yeah. and regular nice um and we're like chilling and timing it perfectly and then we get to our gate and then they're like Oh, we're being delayed for like two hours, essentially. Uh, And and we knew we had a connection in Minneapolis and we knew we weren't going to make it. And Chip had work the next day. And so it was one of those moments where immediately everything just got stressful. When it was like we were like walking on sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, yeah. So then Chip immediately just calls Delta. Right. And there's a and there's a certain line you call if you're platinum. Oh, nice. pro tip, pro tip. And he's talking to this woman and he's being like extremely calm and walking through what's going on, whatever. And I'm just like, we're fucked. Like, I'm already looking up like 
we've only found middle seat red eyes uh, in, co- in coach and uh, we were com- and we were comfort right yeah so he's calling and he's being like the only thing we're finding is middle seat coach uh, and like we were already comfort and like yeah. what's going on and she's saying like there's nothing available whatever and yeah. then he goes like but what about first class right yeah so then he hangs up he looks at me he goes we got to go to another terminal we've got a flight in 45 minutes and we're bumped up to first <gasps> Nice. I mean, he was a hero. Man, that he's best at that, at scrambling and finding stuff. When he found our COVID test station when we had to leave Mexico, that mm-hmm. was so helpful. But uh, I just but so we we run to the other terminal and I've got beans and I'm letting her walk, whatever. <laughs> and so the woman told us she was like, to make sure that your luggage gets taken off into the ne- and into the next one, go to the desk and like show them your luggage tag. Right. So as soon as we walk up, the woman goes, Oh, you have a dog? Check in over there. And I was like, We've been had. Oh we no. Fi- we we got finally made. get a first class bump <laughs> and and we're gonna get caught. Here it is. But no, we figured it out. And she nice. and she crushed it. So Amazing. That's overall. Um, great travel day <laughs> that's well that's what happened to me i was supposed to be in first class flying out uh, i know with a layover and then they switched me to a different airport economy middle seat and so i was switching checking, to a different airport is insane yeah I, so i was checking like crazy for any window aisle finally like 15 minutes before i left there was a window seat open so i switched my seat and then i get on the flight and, you know, ha- I think I was maybe one of five or six people on the flight wearing a mask. And the oh girl, God. the girl that was that was in the middle seat in this row, she's wearing a mask and she's wearing Disney stuff and she's got glasses and she's got a big pin on that says like, you know, the p- happy birthday pin that they give you at Disneyland. Oh, and so I'm like, you know, I had a couple of vodka sodas and I was like, happy birthday <laughs> as I was getting over to the seat next to her. And uh and she was like, thank you. And I was like, how was Disney? And she was like, really great. I still wish I was there. And I was like, totally get it. Oh, wow. We didn't say a word to each other the rest of the flight. But yeah. the woman next to her on the aisle was this older woman with like this very long skirt. And she looked kind of hippie. And I was like, this must be this girl's mom. Um, and I'm like texting with Elliot, letting him know like I got a window seat. And uh, then the woman ordered a beer and I was like Disney mom's ordering a beer okay yeah I'm gonna I don't feel bad like screaming over this Disney girl that like I would like another vodka soda please <laughs> and then we get off the flight and I'm walking out and I realize Disney girl is Disney adult woman with a Disney fiance that was in the middle seat on the aisle across from us and the two of them with their Disney luggage walked out into Disney the luggage airport. And these were full-grown adults. I thought I was sitting next to a 12-year-old the whole time. The whole time. No, and baby. I, I, the she mask, was at least 18. She was probably 32, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I wasn't making direct eye contact. I was just kind of keeping to myself, thinking that this young girl and her mom were coming back from her birthday in Disney. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that See, must have been fun for me to be like, how was Disney <laughs> when I got on the for your 13th birthday no we had one more one more plain thing we had a weird like uh people not sitting together thing because when we got on our flight chip was in the first row and i was in the second he would you know i was a window he was an aisle so we kept we were doing the dance of like waiting for someone Mm -hmm. to come sit beside me so i could be like a would you like to switch with my boyfriend because i couldn't go up there because i had the secret dog yes 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 small condition (laughs) i can't first row it Uh, so anyway 
so he's sitting up there with like a mom and a daughter yeah and she's he like figures out that like the dad is also on this flight so Mm -hmm. in our perfect world we're like maybe the dad's beside me boom wham crushing it right so the dad comes on he talks to the little girl and the and the mom and he starts to put his bag up in the overhead yeah so chip thinking he's about to go sit beside me because it's the only open seat left in first yeah goes oh sorry are you in first class like to ask him if he wants to like switch seats with him and the guy thinks he's saying why are you what putting are you? your bag in first class oh, no he yeah. thinks he thinks chip is policing yeah. right so oh, then no. i'm in row five just watching the guy go no i'm not sorry are you scared my bag will crush your gold bars that's what he's Oh, oh my god oh my god what is happening and so eventually the guy just leaves and chip is like looks to the woman and goes i was just seeing if he wanted to switch seats so he could sit with you if he was in first class and like and explains it to her but like the guy fully goes back wow. further into the plane thinking that chip is just some asshole being like are you in first class why are you putting yeah. your bag up there? don't let your bag I, touch my bags he literally said wouldn't want it to crush your gold bars i was oh like oh my god <laughs> at i would have gone through the window if i didn't have a secret dog in my lap yeah at least uh <laughs> the family was sitting next to chip for him for him to give them the context of that and that man didn't have to live for the rest of his life thinking that this guy is the biggest asshole he's ever seen or like just the people around us thinking yeah, that yeah, like yeah. chip was doing that it's like no he was he was trying to help her help them out uh killed me though i was like get i was like please close the cabin door we've got this guy thinking that chip is like a dickhead i've got a secret dog like come on come on yeah and then beans just throws up from under whatever a secret blanket you have on (laughs) and you two are now disrupting the entire flight as soon as it started i was like i will take a champagne thank you so much how perfect I don't know about you, but when I find something new that I love, I become obsessed with it. That's why all of us love binging a TV show in a couple of sittings. Or I find a restaurant I like, you know I am ordering from that place three times that week. And that goes for shoe wear as well. Specifically, Rothy's. Rothy's can be your new everyday shoe obsession. Rothy's shoes give you right out of the box comfort, come in amazing styles and colors, and get this, you can wash them. That's right, people. It is summer. These feet be sweating. They be stinking. But Rothy's can get you back to square one. And transitioning from summer to fall is easy with Rothy's. They have so many colors. You can wear from season to season without going out of style. And it's easy to see why millions of women wear Rothy's shoes every single day. I wore a pair of Rothy's Chelsea boots and like a nice tan color on a whole tour, which you know Grace and I are up up there flailing around sweating getting nervous at our meet and greets so luckily I could just give those a clean and you guys didn't even know I'd been rocking those Rothy's all over the United States of America they're extremely comfortable they come in classic styles and there's just so many different patterns and colors to choose from you are going to find your favorite so step up your shoes and accessories this summer and get ready to be asked excuse me are those Rothy's plus get 20% off your first purchase at rothys.com slash weird. That is $20 off your first purchase at R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash weird. I suggest the Chelsea boot. They are cute. 
Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like checking in your baggage at the airport without a lock. You think your stuff is kept private, but you never know who's going through it. And maybe you got a pair of panties wrapped around some tiny plastic hands because you did a comedy show the night before. But you don't need anyone to see that. When you go online without a VPN, internet service providers, ISPs, can see every single website you visit. They can legally sell this information without your consent to ad companies and tech giants who then use your data to target you. So browse more anonymously. When you use ExpressVPN, ISPs cannot see your online activity. Your identity is anonymized. It's anonymous by a secure VPN server. Your data is also encrypted for maximum protection. It's easy to use. You just fire up the app and you click one button. It works on all devices, phones, laptops, even routers. So everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can be protected. Goose agrees. (laughs) So not only is ExpressVPN great for keeping your browser history anonymous to everyone, I love to use it because you can connect to uh, internet service providers in international uh, areas and potentially watch, I don't know, shows like The Great Pottery Throwdown uh, that's only available, you know, six months before it's available in the U.S. in the U.K. And you can watch that right away. That's how I use ExpressVPN. So if you're interested, secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash TMGW today. That's E-X-P-R. ESSVPN.com slash TMGW and you can get an extra three months free ExpressVPN.com slash TMGW. Oh my God. We, I mean, like, uh, travel really does that for you. I'm trying. Oh, speaking of flying, there is a news story that I saw forever ago that, uh-huh. um, that I think is so interesting. Let me know if you've heard of this. Have okay. you seen that there's a company, there's a jetpack company? in the uk that has started basically working with um their version of paramedics uh okay in training them to use jetpacks to get to like places that are hard to get like the jetpacks like that like propel you into the sky rocketeer (laughs) wait these are now safe to use on land people use these on land well I think it's all in a test phase. But what's okay. cool, though, is like, OK, like they simulated there was an injury by like a hiker, you know, yeah. and that and that in order, it says like they did this fake, fake injury to test yeah. it. And the journey, because it have to be on foot, right, so would take an hour and 20 minutes. Wow. Was cut down to three minutes and 30 seconds with the jetpack. Wow. Okay. To like so, for like someone to get up there, help with the life saving stuff, and then if like a helicopter gets there, or like if they have to like pull them down, whatever. Right. But it says it's like if you're a cardiac patient or somebody that's in critical care, an hour and twenty minutes, it's too long. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's the says the chief test pilot at Gravity Industries. So they right. get a trained professional up there via jetpack. Wow, I didn't know that these were becoming more. Um, reliable uh, my only experience with them is viral videos of people in the ocean trying to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> take the water. off yeah no <laughs> it says it says um so far more than 500 people of different sizes and fitnesses fitness levels have learned to fly the jet suits and wow. it can be ma- and it can be mastered in a day <gasps> okay that's it says it really interesting for, like, people caught in avalanches things like yeah. that where normally yeah. they have to like helicopter and like do the weird ladder down 
Yeah, 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 yeah. He can, yeah. Just, like, he can just like get up there, make sure you're not dying, and then get you out safely. Also, all of the rescue videos are going to look epic. Fucking <laughs> dope. A <laughs> guy on a jetpack being like, here I come. <laughs> wow. Okay, so sometimes technology is cool. not all bad. I thought um, that was really cool. I agree. I found this story this morning. It's also from the UK. And it blew oh. my mind. It's still <gasps> blowing my mind. Um, there is a There's this guy who has a profession um called the coffin confessor okay i don't know if you've heard of this oh i definitely have not so this guy uh somewhere in the uk is basically he used to be a private investigator and now he has somehow started this business where people that are on their deathbed call him tell him something they need fixed or taken care of that they don't want their family to like know about (gasps) And he handles it for him, for them. Wow. So people tell him their deepest, darkest secrets. Uh, let me see that. <laughs> it is the freaking craziest story. This guy's name is Bill. And he's Wait, been so- doing this. Yeah, he's been doing this since 2018. This is how it started. A client, I guess a private investigator client that he had before, uh, was dying and offered to pay this private detective ten thousand dollars to crash his funeral and kick out an old friend who had been trying to get it on with his wife oh (laughs) my god yeah he wanted to he wanted to make sure this guy that was trying to cheat on uh make it sleep with his wife was not at his actual funeral it has escalated now that he's this whole story this is one of the craziest stories um that he's now taken care of he got a call from a nurse, a care nurse, and she said that I've got a guy here that's dying. He had a fall in his home. He's petrified. Um, he can't go home, and he's petrified what his sons might find in his home, and he needs yeah. to get it cl- cleaned. Um, that would be mine. Yeah. Can you, <laughs> can you come and talk to him? He's, like, freaking out. You're the only person he wants to talk to. He said he met with this bloke bloke of course yeah 88 years old and he said like what's your concern he said i have sex toys at home and Uh i have three sons who are on their way to the house to clean it up because they know Uh i'm not going to come home and he goes sex toys okay not a big deal he gave him instructions and a key to go to his place into this like secret room it was a full sex dungeon that this man had in his room or yes. in his house that he wanted this guy to take care of before his three sons showed up. And this um, coffin confessor says when he got there, it was like such a uh, well-done sex dungeon that you wouldn't know on like first glance that these were all sex toys. Like they looked like just modern pieces of art and they were kind of uh, hung up on the walls to look like you know decorations and they had like mm-hmm. you know flowers in some and stuff like that so it wasn't so de- uh, flowers it was a bit more discreet <laughs> i guess so he- on first look it's a, a tasteful vase and then it's a fleshlight yeah then he goes um you wouldn't know that they were all sex toys they looked like a lamp or things hanging on the wall they might have been handcuffs but at the same time they were so nicely done with flowers or something and i was like oh that's pretty unique oh shit i know what that is now and it said it took him about three hours to clean up uh everything down there and get rid of it for this guy 
die. Wow. Insane. That's amazing. Also, like, first of all, I just want to say, if you're listening to this, we got dibs on asking this guy if we can have his life rights, because that would make an amazing series and or just standalone movie. But also, uh-huh. it totally makes sense because, like, maybe it's not something as big as a sex room, but, like, right. if if you, if it wasn't, like, an expected slow roll and you were like oh shit no I just straight up got in a car crash like something like that and you're like I just need you to go clear my internet history yeah like I just I just don't know what was playing on my laptop when I closed it this morning (laughs) right right or I hate this piece of shit can you make sure he doesn't show up at my funeral yes (laughs) this guy he says uh um he, his upbringing gave him the ability to not care about the those that are left behind. All of his focus is on his clients and their needs. So this man wow. has been through some shit and he is helping other people that want to hide their shit after their death do it discreetly for a price. <laughs> so, I obsessed with mind. this story. I blew my mind. Obsessed. Now it makes me wonder how many other people are either going to get into this business and mm-hmm. or... Um, Right, he only Start has a this. region. Right, know. he's overseas, so who knows what's going on here? It's like that. I read a BuzzFeed article months ago about the woman that has that um, bridesmaids for hire business. Like you can pay her to come be your maid of honor. And I've read about wild. this a lot before, and I just feel like, like, are people really doing this, or she, is this the, just? Uh, I read a BuzzFeed a story. article a while ago, and it's like she's had a thriving business since like 2019. That she's like, people want someone at their wedding that isn't like emotionally attached to the situation, yeah. and is literally just going to be there to be basically like an assistant for this person. <laughs> yeah, I think she said something like the craziest thing that's ever happened at a wedding for her was that she helped a bride run away before she got married. Whoa! That she got cold feet, and she was like, "All right, I got no ties to this family, or your now." non-future husband i'll get you a taxi and get you out of here (laughs) see to me and there probably is a a movie i haven't seen but it just sounds like a katherine heigl movie yes like i my job was to get in there and and then i fell in love with the groom Uh, yes yeah like it's well it's the wedding planner except that she's a for for hire bridesmaid (laughs) as opposed to the one i just pitched you the wedding planner i was like so am i how is this not a movie where a girl gets her heels stuck in, right. in a manhole and then is saved because of a dumpster and then she hates M&M's. You know, uh, like, or brown, she, only eats the brown M&M's. What's that? What's, oh, I forget what that movie is. That shit is crazy. J-Lo, uh, finest I know. work. Happy marriage, J-Lo. Killing uh, it. An animal story that I read about that I don't think we've talked about before, but maybe we have. That someone, I'll stop you if I remember it. Someone sent this to us. Uh, or tagged us or something um, that manatees use their farts to swim. I think we have talked about this. Yeah, Yeah. that they hold in their gas. (laughs) I figured we did. We've covered a lot about animals and their flatulence. (laughs) But this one I couldn't remember and I was like, oh yeah, okay, they hold their gas in when they want to float and then when they want to get uh, propelled down into the depths, they just let it all rip. I'm like, what? I think, oh no, we've talked... We've talked about how we, if we were to pass, how we'd be nervous a big fart would scooch us across the floor. And <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to pay the coffin confessor. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay him $5,000 to tell everyone that he farted <laughs> at my open uh, casket. Yes. 
I will call and be like, I need to come here and somehow just let out let out my butthole. Yeah, just I need get you it to play some uh, big bass house music so that <laughs> this doesn't get noticed by everyone. I need you to come and say one of her wishes was to play Renaissance on repeat <laughs> yeah. for the three days following. Oh my gosh, we have got to write that movie. That is amazing. There's so many movies Ooh. to write here. I know. Oh, manatees are so cute. Have you ever hung out with one? No, not that I know mm. of. I might have been in water when they're there, but they were probably farting and down in the deep. So I didn't see. But it is I, think crazy. I think they're river creatures. They'll like float along. There's like rivers in Florida, probably like near where Elliot is from, uh, yeah, that probably. are like crystal waters. And you can like take out clear bottom kayaks and just kind of do mm. it with the manatees. I've always wanted to do it. Well, they're, yeah, it says that they eat between 100 and 150 pounds of vegetation a day. Uh, get in line. Yeah, so obviously <laughs> the methane comes from the vegetables. <laughs> yes, as someone who has been strictly vegan before. Yeah. I should I should have started my swimming career. We've all, I mean, that's how, if I need to go uh, scuba diving, I'll just have a bunch of cauliflower before I head out and see how it helps out. <laughs> No, girl, you'll pop back up. You'll get the men's. I know. I'll be eaten by a shark because they think I'm attacking them. Oh, man. It's so stupid. It's so (laughs) stupid. Well, okay, wait. Last story that I just saw. Um, I got got a couple little things, but I'm enjoying the storytelling. This one's interesting. Miller High Life is partnering with Tipsy Scoop. Um, Tipsy Scoop makes alcohol-infused ice cream, which I didn't know about, so now mm. I'm very curious about. They're mm. making a flavor called Ice Cream Dive Bar, and it is supposed to recall the flavor of peanut shells on a bar floor. What? Um, yeah. The product combines beer, peanut swirl, tobacco smoke flavor, caramel, and a dark chocolate dip. It's designed to mimic the peanut shells frequently frequently found on bar floors wow um, like, i don't know if i want to be eating now i don't know if i've ever looked at a bar floor and go that looks delicious <laughs> but also i don't go to a dive bar and go this is where i want food like no. in general with the air and whatnot but i mean mm. i think individually yeah those could be kind of good but all yeah. those flavors together like did you have one of those like steakhouses growing up in your neighborhood where you could throw the peanut shells on the floor oh i thought yeah i um lone star lone star steakhouse and i was like this is lawless um (laughs) and (laughs) i went on one date there i remember when i was in college and i was like i'm just i can just throw them i can just throw them okay (laughs) this seems like the epitome of trashy behavior but i'm just gonna i'm not gonna throw them yet i'm just gonna scooch them off the end of the table we'll do a little test yeah. run well because yeah exactly because it, it went against everything you're taught where you're like but what if i eat it? but should i just should i put it under the booth or and then yeah. you get crazy and you're like well do i do i put my i just turn this into sweet tea do i throw the sugar <laughs> they're gonna sweep it anyway so at this point is it only peanut shells i can throw down there because is, a sweep is a sweep this is also when i had been working in uh restaurant service so i was like i can't really bring myself to do this (laughs) like this is so rude okay three things (laughs) yeah three things number one 
uh, I would be terrified working there because it's just like, so you're just making a mouse feast. And yeah. And how are you not falling all over the place? Well, number two, we had one of these uh, by the community college where I'd have my dance recitals. Mm -hmm. And we had like the solo recital in the afternoon and the dance one at night. So in between, that was the nicest place to go. My grandmother, my grandmother slipped and did a split. Four people had to come up and help my grandma net off the See, floor. That must she happen did. all the time. And that's my third thing. As uh, a place that doesn't want a bunch of lawsuits, yeah. do they now do they either A, make servers sign release forms? You know what right. I mean? Or B, do they have some type of like really good traction? Like, are they wearing hiking boots? That's what I'm like. Are they wearing <laughs> the boots that people climb trees with at like the great outdoor games? <laughs> As someone who has gone to Lumberjack Feud <laughs> yeah. and tried during AUSA season two. Yeah, like, or just full on like cleats. Are they wearing cleats? Right. Which, you know, I, I mean, look, I, I in theory back in the 90s, it sounded so fun. But it was now, crazy. I don't, I wonder if that still exists. It can't. Yeah. But I mean, like, that was the age of ball pits. That was the age of yeah. everything gross and scary. Yeah. Uh, but fun. Yeah. But That's fun. where our immune systems really developed themselves, because we were exposed to nothing but germs growing up. Oh, yeah. Listen, <laughs> if you are listening to this right now, and yeah. you either work, manage, or have previously been employed by uh, an establishment that allows you to throw peanut shells, even welcomes it. Yeah. Give us the scoop. Give us us the behind the scenes scoop. (laughs) Let us know what's going on with that. (laughs) I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I can picture you in high school being like, do I? I Should I? I, What about my straw wrapper? (laughs) What if I accidentally drop something and they think I'm just taking advantage of this system and I have to go, I'm sorry, that one was an accident, but bam, those are for free. <laughs> we need some rules. Oh, uh, man. Well, this has been fun, Helbig. I also have has. no idea how loud I've been in a very quiet hotel. <laughs> same, no clue. Same. Uh, excellent. Well, you didn't say anything too compromising. No, so no, no. Good. Everything was good. I only said <laughs> Fleshlight once, which is a new record. So. There you go. Oh, this got weird. Uh-huh. This might get weird.